hello everybody. It's Tarkhan, and I'm back with another podcast answering a viewer's email for you. Uh, I think the last one was kind of fun, and I know that was a long time ago. It's been quite a while since I've uploaded another video. I, um, I've been busy with a lot of other projects, and, you know, I, I initially started this channel as a side project, so it's not something I've been able to devote too much time to, but I'm hoping to change that very soon, as I'm seeing and noticing that there's quite a bit of response to the videos, some of the videos I have posted so far. So I want to um, respond to your responses, to your response. Um, be more responsive, I suppose. I've also been getting a lot of emails, and you know what? I can't really answer them all. Uh, but I'm trying to pick really good ones, juicy ones, ones that I think are interesting. And uh, we have one of those today, actually. Uh, this is from a young lady who, you guessed it, wants to be back with her ex, her ex-boyfriend. Um, it's an interesting one because... Um, I think this one is interesting because it it demonstrates how sometimes we are sort of being nudged along by the universe, if you will, along a certain path that we feel compelled to follow, but then we have resistance towards it. Uh, oftentimes we're sort of, you know, the path kind of lights up for us, but... Um, we want things to stay the same or we want the path to unfold in a certain specific way that we have an idea about how it should go, but we have trouble letting go of that idea, uh, which creates a resistance, of course, which slows us down, which um, causes us to sort of hiccup, right, or stumble a little bit or, as Abraham Hicks likes to say, to wobble, uh, which is a nice term. I always like that. Um, but you'll see uh, this young woman's email um, really demonstrates that there's there's sort of a uh, there's a need for her to change in her life. There's something she's reaching for, and the person she's with is resisting that change. And sometimes, and it's difficult for us to admit this, um, sometimes the people we're with are no longer. At some point in our journey, they become not aligned with our journey. Uh, and sometimes they drop out, even if it's just briefly, right? Um, and I don't want to sort of rain on anyone's parade here, but the important thing to learn sometimes, and to understand sometimes, is to be okay, become okay with the changes that are coming and, and the, the sort of urge for change that is welling up inside of you and to accept that perhaps some of the people in your life are going to have to drop away in order for you to move forward on your path because maybe there's something greater and bigger waiting for you, all right? And I think you'll see what I mean in a minute here as I get into this. Um, and I'm actually not going to waste any more time. I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, it's not a long email, but I might have, might have a lot to say about it. Uh, I am hoping to keep this one brief today. But, of course, that's... Uh, well, best laid plans of mice and men, right? Uh, <laughs> so let's begin. Uh, so she says, um, Hello, I found your manifestation videos on YouTube. 
and I would like your help manifesting my partner back into my life. Well, I'm going to do my best. I don't know if I can help you manifest him back into your life, but I can maybe help you to, uh, with some guidance to kind of see what's going on from a perspective that's um, not so much your own. Um, because, you know, I'm an outside person, so I can look at this a little bit more objectively. Um, so let's see what's, what's going on here. Uh, she writes, I'm currently going through a breakup and I'd like to reconcile with my ex and get back together. I understand that my frequency was low and I attracted the breakup with my energy. Uh, which is very possible. Of course, that's usually what happens, right? And I've talked about this in the past. Um, yes, that's very much possible. It's also possible, as we get into this, you'll see that um, your energy is moving you in a different direction. Uh, so maybe away from, from your ex um, and towards something better or maybe a better version of yourself, right? Um, but I digress. I was with my ex for eight months and we broke up in July while I was away on a study abroad program. I asked him for an open relationship since, since I saw myself as a victim of my circumstance and felt I couldn't be alone and felt very upset that I would be away from my partner for over a month. I felt alone and latched on to the first person who showed interest in me. So this is right away. This is very revealing, isn't it? Um, let's break this apart. Let's take a look at what she's really saying here. Uh, we broke up in July while I was away. So she was away sort of following her path. She's on a study abroad program, which, you know, I, I'm guessing is a temporary situation, right? She latched on to the first person that showed interest in her because she was feeling lonely being away from him, but also insecure being away from him. So she's making her happiness dependent on another person. In this case, um, on him, but also just on anyone who's coming along. And there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. I'm not judging you for wanting to have an open relationship. In fact, I have had open relationships. I have had polyamorous relationships, so there's no judgment call on that whatsoever. But I want you to try to understand your motivations here. Right? It's one thing to say, uh, I'm genuinely interested in another person. I'm genuinely interested in exploring this sort of lifestyle and other avenues. And it's another thing to say, well, I'm doing that because I'm feeling desperate for company and I'm feeling alone and I'm feeling insecure about my relationship and about being away from my partner. Um, what that says, and here's your mindset here, here's your kind of state of mind, which says that you're very uncomfortable being by yourself, which tells me that you're making your happiness dependent on another person offering you validation, right? offering you a certain state of mind. You want to be wanted. You want to have a certain feeling here, of course. And perhaps you had that with your partner. Perhaps at some point you no longer had that with your partner. And therefore, that's another reason you're looking for someone else to come along and do that. Um, I'll tell you something. This is the biggest problem, the biggest issue you're going to find with people who come along and say, I want to manifest an ex or I want to manifest a relationship. They're not happy with their circumstance. Uh, if they're single, they're not happy being single. If they're in a relationship, they're not happy in that relationship. If they're in a relationship and they're apart for a little while, they're not happy being apart. Um, so many people make their happiness dependent on other another person or other people being in their life that they're not understanding, they're not really 
loving themselves in that moment, are they? And I've talked about this before, you may be rolling your eyes, but this is really what it comes down to. Because most of us, so many of us, we, we make, we look at relationships in terms of conditions and attachment, right? Um, instead of saying, I'm already, I'm all right the way I am, I'm, I'm okay whether I'm alone or with somebody else, but I'm, and in, in doing so, I'm able to give the best of myself to another person and therefore other people, the right people come along and the right kind of relationships become manifested in your life because you're okay either way, right? But if you're making your happiness dependent on somebody else being there, in other words, you're making your happiness dependent on somebody else's responsibility, then guess what's going to happen? You might attract people that way. You might have a relationship that way. You might even have a, a good relationship for a while that way. But eventually something's going to come along that's going to stir the pot, that's going to upset things. Uh, at some point, you're not going to be happy anymore, even if that person is still in your life, because um, the fundamental ingredient is missing, and that is you being okay with yourself and loving yourself and accepting yourself. Um, I've said this before, and it's still true. It's always going to be true. You cannot make your happiness somebody else's responsibility. All right? So you went away on a study abroad program, and you felt a great deal of insecurity about this. You felt a great deal of insecurity about being by yourself, even though that perhaps going abroad was an opportunity for you to really connect with yourself again. Sometimes when we try to accomplish things in life or we try to grow as people, sometimes the people in our lives, be they lovers or family or whatever, sometimes they become a distraction. And it's okay to go away. It's okay to be apart because you have to sort of remind yourself who you are and that you're okay by yourself. And you change and you grow through that on your own for a little while and then you come back to the person and, and then you're sort of a better partner to them. And they respond to you better and more positively, right? Something was tugging at you. I would be interested to find out why you decided to go on a study abroad program. Maybe it was for whatever you're studying or whatever career path you're pursuing or area of study that you're pursuing, but maybe there was another reason deep down inside where you kind of had an urge to be alone, <laughs> right? And as soon as you were, you kind of freaked out a little bit. And so the first person that came along and showed interest in you, um, you know, you sort of dropped into their arms because it felt good, right? It felt safe. It felt safer than taking the leap of learning to become okay with yourself, right? Learning to show interest in yourself. Um, that's a powerful thing, but it's a scary thing. It's extremely frightening, and I know that. Um, so it's easy to fall into these patterns again where we need other people to be there to catch us, or if we feel like we're falling, they need to be there to catch us, right? So I'm seeing a little bit of that here already in the beginning of your email. So be aware of that. And, you know, the best I can do, I'm not going to be really able to manifest anything back for you or to really, I can tell you a couple of steps, but the most important thing that I can offer through these uh, these podcasts and reading these emails and going through them is some guidance and some perspective that that maybe you're not seeing uh, because you're not being objective about the situation. And I'm able to be more objective about it because, you know, I'm just an observer here. Um, <laughs> and I've been through uh, quite a bit of this myself. You know, I, I struggle with the same insecurities. So I can see where you're coming from a little bit here. Um, 
Anyway, let's continue. When I asked my boyfriend, who is now my ex, for the open relationship, he was devastated and felt betrayed and insecure. He feels he is not enough for me, which could not be further away from the truth. Now, here's another interesting thing, right? He feels he is not enough for me, which could not be further further away from the truth. Now, consider this statement, and um, I think there's another YouTube uh, YouTuber um, out there, Agnes Vivarelli, who says this a lot, and it really rings true. And 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 the statement is that everybody is you pushed out. Now, what does that mean? Everybody in your life, and however they happen to be behaving at any moment in your life or through any stage of your life towards you is a direct reflection of how you're looking at yourself. Reality is like a mirror, right? So, but we attach so much meaning to this mirror image. Um, we kind of reverse reverse the process a little bit in our minds where we say that I need, I need the mirror image to change so that my internal state can change. But your internal state, the way you view yourself and, and, and the world is the source of the mirror image, right? So, so if he's showing up to you in a way and, and what you're feeling from him is that you're not enough, that he's feeling you're not, he's not enough for you. Really what that's saying, if you flip it around, what it's saying is that you are feeling that you are not enough for me, for yourself. Do you see where I'm going with this? I'm hoping that I don't botch this because this is a very important point and it ties back into the last thing that you said that we talked about where you kind of became insecure being by yourself and being without him. Then you felt alone and latched onto the first person that showed interest in you. And then to state that your boyfriend felt that he was not enough for you, which is why you wanted to leave. But you, his expressing that is a direct reflection of how you're really looking at yourself and how you're really feeling about yourself. You're not enough for yourself. And that's why you're having difficulty going away on your own for a little bit and being alone and being single and throwing yourself into the arms of the first person who shows interest in you because you're not enough for yourself, right? <laughs> you need somebody else to give you that feedback, to give you that validation, to kind of sh tell you, hey, you are good enough. You are worthy of being loved, right? Because you're not trusting your own inner guidance and you're not trusting your own feedback system here that's trying to show you where you are vibrating with yourself, how you're viewing yourself. And it's very important to look at these circumstances and these events as an opportunity to take a look at what, where you are inside of yourself with yourself. This is all about your relationship with yourself. It's the most important relationship that you're ever going to foster in your life, that you're ever going to nurture in your life. All the other relationships that come back that come into your life at any stage um, are really just your feedback system. They're just there to show you where you're at with yourself, right? So here you are, really, your boyfriend is reflecting back to you in, in perfect harmony how you're vibrating with yourself. You are seeing yourself as not good enough for yourself on your own, right? which is why you're getting this feedback from your, from your ex. At the time, not your ex, right? He feels he's not, he's not enough for me. Well, you feel you're not enough for you. 
All right. And then uh, she follows it up with, I was shocked I wanted an open relationship at the time since it definitely did not seem like me. Well, again, um, why did you want an open relationship? You, there was some part of you deep down inside, some part of you that was looking for validation from others because the validation you were getting from him was no longer good enough. You know, validation is like a drug, right? It's, it's sort of... You know, they say this with the whole social media world. We post something on Facebook or whatever, and we're constantly checking up to see who liked our post and who commented. And we want that constant feedback system. It's sort of like it's a, what is it, a dopamine rush or something? Uh, you know, it's, it's something in our brains. It's, it's sort of like why people get addicted to drugs and things like that. There's, there's a feeling, and then we want that feeling again and again and again. We become addicted to it, all right? Sometimes the idea of wanting to be with multiple partners, and I'm not saying this is all the time, but sometimes it, it happens like this, is that when we want that validation from as many people as we can find because we feel only then can we be okay with ourselves. Hey, I have this wonderful loving partner, but it's not in his feedback and validation is not enough for me. I need it from other people. You know, you become used to his feedback and validation. Now you want to see, can I get it from others? I was very much like this when I was exploring that side of myself and polyamory. And again, I'm not saying that everyone who lives this lifestyle, this is where they're coming from. But oftentimes, this is what's happening, right? It doesn't even have to be an open relationship or a polyamorous lifestyle. It could just be single people who just date a lot of people. Again, nothing wrong with it inherently, but you have to understand and take a look at your motivations for it. Why are you doing it? What's motivating you? And in your case, what I see jumping out at me very strongly is that you are reaching for more and more feedback from your reality because you feel somewhere deep inside that your validation of yourself is not enough. You're still giving too much power to others to show you and prove to you that you're okay, that you're lovable, that you're worthy, right? And the fear you're facing is the fear of being alone here and facing yourself. Because I talk about this self-love stuff, but I know very well it's, it's terrifying. It can be terrifying to take that step, right? It's much easier to put the responsibility for our happiness on other people. But once we realize that sometimes in life those people will all drop away and then we're sort of forced to face ourselves, to look at ourselves in the mirror. And um, that can be really daunting. <laughs> but it's not dangerous by any means and it's not impossible to overcome this state. So I want to make sure that you understand that. Um, you know, it, it is frightening because we don't, most of us don't have any real precedent for that in our lives. We're not really taught that in our lives, you know, from very... Almost from the time we can remember, it's about relationships and getting married and do this thing and have the children because we're afraid of being alone when we're old or whatever the heck it is. You know, you, you, everything that we do is designed almost uh, every human activity is somehow designed at the core of it is this need for this validation and this feedback from others. You know? and, and the only way to move past it is to really move past it is to free yourself from it. And, I, and I'm not saying, and I think a lot of people have this fear when they hear things like this, they say, oh, if I learn to be okay with myself, if I learn to be okay being single um, or to love myself, then no one else will come along and love me. I'll just sort of be alone, but I'll learn to be okay with it. No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. 
In fact, quite the opposite. The moment you go down that path, as scary as it might be, even be alone for a little while. Don't be so afraid of it, right? But as soon as you do, when you, the closer you get to accepting yourself, the closer you get to understanding your own power and loving yourself, the more of the right kind of relationships will enter your life. Because again, reality will reflect it back to you. But it'll reflect it back to you with the right partners, with the, the right relationships and the right circumstances. All right? When things flow from that place of self-love and self-acceptance, you won't have to write emails to people like me asking for your ex back. You won't have a need to do that. That whole process will automatically be surpassed. It'll be sort of skipped over because every relationship that comes in your life at that point will just sort of flow. Everything will just click into place and be effortless, right? The most amazing relationships that I can think back on in my life whether they lasted or didn't last, however long or whatever, in the beginning they always flowed when they were perfect. The, the most memorable ones to me, right? The ones I remember go, oh yeah, that's what happened there. And I look back and go, oh, see when, when that person came into my life, I was in this state of mind. I was totally happy. I was doing my thing, pursuing what I love, um, becoming okay with myself, doing the work on myself, and suddenly everything flowed, everything clicked, and these people came into my life, and I had an amazing time with them, right? But when you come from a state of mind of, I need to look for the right person, I need to look for the right person, I'm reading all the books about it, I'm doing all the steps, I'm doing all the affirmations and the visualizing, well, what state of mind are you coming from then? And what kind of relationships are you going to attract then, right? think about that. This is a very important thing to realize and to understand. Um, and it may be frustrating. It may be frustrating when you're at a point where you're going, hey, I just want this. Just tell me what to do. Well, and then to hear someone say, well, learn to love yourself. You know, I understand that can be frustrating. It may not be what you want to hear right now, but it is what you need to hear right now. All right? It's extremely important. Um... Yeah, so anyway, and I'm sorry if I'm kind of, sometimes I'm, I'm having some issues with my headphones as I'm recording this. I know it's not showing up in the recording, but um, in my headphones, for some reason, I am actually getting, hey, I'm getting feedback, right? <laughs> so I'm hearing this echo, so sometimes it's distracting me a little bit, but I did some test recording, so I know it's not actually showing up in the recording, at least I hope it's not, but um, I'm finding it a little distracting, and I'm not sure how to handle that. You know, I need an engineer. I need an engineer. All right. Um, so be aware of this. You're, you're reaching for more and you're reaching for something else here. And, and I think your sort of deepest, truest motivation in this instance is that you're actually reaching for that relationship with yourself. But you're still kind of doing it from an old perspective, which is that I need other people to make me feel okay about myself, right? And it's not working for you very much, very well, is it? <laughs> it's not working because if it were, you wouldn't be writing this email and you wouldn't be wanting your ex back and you wouldn't necessarily be falling into the arms of the first person that shows interest in you, right? Understand that you're, there's a deep part of yourself, your inner being, your higher self, whatever you want to call it. There's that part of yourself that, of yourself that knows that now it's the time for you to make some kind of leap in your life some kind of change. The time is right and it's pushing you in that direction, but there's that ego part of you that's resisting. 
because it's afraid of that change. Okay? Um, and it's okay to be afraid of that change. But if you understand that that's what's happening, it makes it a little bit more, more easy to stomach. It makes, it, makes, it makes it not so daunting, I think. Right? Um, hopefully it, it makes it not so daunting for you. But understand that you are being sort of pushed in the direction of self-discovery. Um, and how easy or difficult that process is depends on how much resistance you offer it and how much you sort of try to stand in its way and try to steer um, the direction of it instead of letting go and saying, you know what, let's just see what happens here. Let's not worry about the X right now. Let's not worry about other relationships right now. Let's just see, let's just let go of all that for a while and see what is revealed to me, right? Um, and I think that you can do that, you can achieve that through sort of meditating if you're not doing that already, right? Uh, do anything that you can that sort of calms you down uh, throughout your day and, um, or anything that kind of puts you in a zone, anything that you love to do. Maybe you love to write, maybe you love to sing songs, I don't know, whatever it is. I'm sure you have things that you love to do that don't involve other people. Do those things, right? Get yourself out of that sort of mindset of need and needing to attract other people, needing that feedback from people, or needing to steer the ship right now. Um, because you don't need to steer the ship right now. Um, I think it's okay to just kind of, you've set your sails, right? Let, let them take you where you need to go, just for a little bit, and see what happens. See what comes back to you then. Right. Now, I want to I want to uh, talk a little bit about my personal experience here at this point because I think it's important and it's revealing. Like I've said, I've explored this lifestyle. Right. Um, I this was at a, at a time a few years ago when I was exploring um, changes within myself, and I was kind of looking at my relationships, my past relationships at that time that hadn't worked out, and I was repeating certain patterns, and I felt the need to do something different. And I remember around this time, I was meeting a lot of people <laughs> who were polyamorous, who were partnered up, but had other partners and other lovers. And, you know, I suddenly would keep reading about it in a book or hear, hear it mentioned in a movie or a video or, or overhear people talking about it. And I started to kind of wake up around this time to guidance, right? Divine guidance. And I came to the conclusion that I was being shown an opportunity <laughs> to explore a part of myself that perhaps would give me insight into myself and why I had had so many troubles in past relationships and trouble loving and accepting myself. And so I decided to follow that path and I ended up dating two women uh, at the same time, one of whom uh, was married, had been married for 20 years to her husband. They were both polyamorous and very open about it. Um, and another woman who wasn't married, but she was living with her partner at the time, and they'd only been together for about, I think, almost a year, but not that long, really. Um, and they'd only been living together for several months um, of that time. And just to demonstrate, here are the two very different perspectives, right? Because the woman I was married, uh, the woman who was married that I was dating, you know, her and her husband, she had been, they had been doing this for 20 years. Right? They had raised a child together. Um, their marriage was very happy, and they were both dating other people. And I, I remember even that, that, you know, I became very good friends with her husband as well, and I still am. We're still friends. 
and I run into him sometimes, even though she and I don't date anymore. Um, you know, we laugh about things and we talk about the lifestyle and what they're up to and all that kind of stuff. And it's not to say that their marriage doesn't have problems, but the problems didn't tend to stem from their their polyamorous lifestyle, and neither did they seek to did they seek experiences and relationships with other people in order to fix the problems in their marriage, right? So they would, if they had problems in their marriage, they would f- face those problems head on and on their own terms. Uh, so in other words, they weren't dating p- other people in order to make their marriage uh, happier <laughs> or healthier. They were really coming from a place of where they wanted to offer love to other people. And uh, I remember when she and I were dating, that was a, you know, there was a genuine love there. Right, and it, it never occurred to her that that was somehow different from her love for her husband, or that that was going to affect her marriage in any way, or that it was try- I was in her life to, for her to try to improve her marriage in any way. That was never. She was able to compartmentalize those things because she was coming from a place of pure joy and love, and acceptance of herself, and so was he. Right. Um, so that was that was a very that was one type of experience and one type of way of looking at it. Right. Um, and she actually, it was funny because she told me a joke at the time because they had been in this community too. They, you know, they were part of a community of people who were practicing polyamory. And she said, you know, there's an old joke in the community, <laughs> which, which goes something like if, if your relationship isn't working, just add another one. And you know, everyone laughs because they know that it never works that way. <laughs> but also they laugh because they know this is how a lot of people in this lifestyle and that community actually approach it. Which brings me to the second woman I was dating at the time, the one who wasn't married and who had just been living with her boyfriend for a few months. Now, when she and I got together, it was you know very incredible. We had an incredible time. I think we dated for about three months or so. But there were difficulties because she was coming from a place of her relationship wasn't happy. It wasn't working out. They weren't doing terribly well. So... She was coming from the end of, the, of it where she thought if she added another relationship, in this case with me, that it would improve her current relationship. Uh, and of course, things didn't end up working out. Not only did she and I not stay together, but the two of them ended up breaking up just a month or two after that. And uh, you know, she moved away and, and her life completely changed. But I think that you can see there is a demonstration of how um, you can approach this from two different perspectives and how there can be two different outcomes, right? Depending on the perspective you're approaching it from. Now, if you are coming from a genuine place of self-acceptance and self-love and you want to give of that love to others and you then decide that the best way for me to do that is to date other people and to maybe have a partner as well, but a partner who's also coming from a place of self-love and acceptance and who's going to be okay with that, then you have a formula for things to work out even if you decide that you don't want to be polyamorous, whoever you decide to date and have in your life, you're giving to them a, a, a love from a genuine place, a place where that is actually coming from a, a love, a genuine love that you have for yourself, and a, a genuine acceptance that you have of yourself. But if you're coming from a place of, I need things to be different, I don't really love myself, I don't really accept myself, then whenever you look for love, whenever you look for other people to be in your life, um, you might have fun for a little while. It might seem like it's working out for a little while, but you're going to keep repeating those patterns, and eventually it won't work out. 
And then you'll sort of be left wondering why, or despondent or full of despair, wanting that person back, because you didn't do the work on yourself to begin with. And you, again, you made it their responsibility to make you happy. See? There's two different versions here, two different perspectives here that you can approach this from with two very different outcomes, okay? And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about, um, now I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read this entire email because some of the things are repetitive, some of the things are, are not relevant to, I think, what you need to hear from me at this point. Um, but, so I'm going to wrap it up at this, but I really want you to sit down and think about your motivations here, Okay? This is very important because this is not about your ex-boyfriend. This is not about how you can get him back into your life or uh, what he's doing or how he's responding to you when you run into him or contact him or any of that kind of stuff, okay? Because when you're doing that, you're barking up the wrong tree. You need to be looking at why you're doing what you're doing. You need to be looking at A. Why did you go away to begin with? B, why did you want other people in your life? C, why do you want him back so badly? It all has the same motivation, the same source behind it. And you said it right in your email. And that's why I don't need to keep reading your email because I, I saw it right away in the first paragraph. You feel you're not good enough for yourself. And as long as you feel that way, you're feeling that, that other people are, are there to fix it for you or that you need somebody else there to fix it for you because you're not trusting your own power. You're not trusting your own ability to get yourself on the right path. You're not loving yourself. You're not accepting yourself. And it has to begin with that. And that's why, you know, everything else <laughs> that I could say is going to be nonsense. Because, oh, you know, uh, when you contact him, write this and do this thing or try that trick. All right? That would not be doing you a service right now. The best way I can do you a service right now is to tell you, sit down with yourself Meditate on these things, okay? Get calm within yourself. Listen to that voice inside that's trying to guide you. Ask yourself what your motivations are. And you'll get closer to the answer bit by bit. And one day it may just hit you and slap you upside the head. And you'll kind of go, oh, Jesus, wow. Here's what I've been doing all along. And you might find that it, it doesn't just answer questions you have about this relationship, but all the others you've had in your life. Right? And, and also relationships with your friends, with your family, with your coworkers, whatever it is. Suddenly, everything will fall into place and you'll kind of understand, I see now what I've been doing. I see now that everything in my life and the people that have shown up in my life and how they're showing up right now is a direct reflection of where I am with myself and that that's where I need to begin. That's where I need to begin. Okay? So, I wish you all the best and um, I hope genuinely hope that this has helped you. Um, like I said, this isn't going to be as long as the last podcast I did. Um, but I think it's a pretty, I think it's pretty straightforward, at least from my perspective. So I really do hope that this helps you. And I do hope that you um, manage to do what I advised. And um, actually, I know that if you do, you will uh, arrive at a place, eventually anyway, where these answers will start answer well, the answers will start to come on their own. All right, and you'll start to have epiphanies, and you'll start to move in a direction that's much healthier um, than going in a direction of trying to get back with somebody or or looking for the first person that shows interest in you to validate you. Because you know, whatever other relationship you enter into from that perspective is not going to last either, and you'll find yourself back in the same place. <laughs> 
right? So, um, and please do, you know, all of you who write me this, and as I do more of these podcasts, uh, answering emails, I want you to really, you know, please contact me again and let me know if anything I've said has helped you or, or if you've made any real progress. Um, I'd love to hear about it, and I'd love to hear success stories as well. You know, I don't want to just hear about from people who are having problems. I, I'd like to continue to hear from people who are having problems. I think it's interesting uh, to look at these emails, to go through them. Um, I think it's helpful for others listening to this. I hope it is anyway. Um, but I also want to hear from people who have had some success with this. And also, if there's anything, any perspective that you have um, on anything I've said, or if you think I've left anything out. Like I said, I don't know everything, right? I can only approach these things from my perspective and my experience. So I'm by no means uh, an expert or a guru or any of this kind of stuff, all right? Um, I struggle with often the same things you struggle with. You know, it's just that I've had the luxury of time in my life, I think, uh, to really give that a lot of attention. I'm a, I tend to be a deep thinker, so... Sometimes I overthink things. <laughs> I think I get that from my mother, actually. Um, but, you know, I want to hear about that, too. If you have any other kind of perspectives that you think could help people um, going through this kind of stuff, um, then please write me, you know? And, and I might just very well feature one of your emails as well in a future podcast. So, anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you for your subscriptions. They've been steadily increasing, I've noticed, even as I've been away. And I really appreciate it. Um, I appreciate your likes, your comments, uh, your emails, your subscriptions. Um, I'm going to be doing more of these videos. I promise I will. Um, if you are really enjoying these, and if you're enjoying this right now and you haven't done so yet, then please do hit the subscribe button. Do hit the thumbs up. Hell, even if you don't like it, hit the thumbs down. It doesn't matter. But um, I, I hope that you are getting value from this. Um, Otherwise, why the hell am I doing it? Anyway, uh, from, from the beautiful Pacific Northwest, actually, it's very beautiful right now, although the rain will start again tomorrow, um, which I'm okay with because even though the sunshine is nice and the dry air is nice, I've been getting a lot of allergies, and they're killing me. So, uh, <laughs> looking forward to some rain, and also my car needs some washing, so... This is kind of what we do around here, you know. No one washes their car. They just wait wait for it to rain. <laughs> so I'm waiting for it to rain because I'm lazy um, and cheap. Anyway, um, I hope everyone's doing fantastic out there. And if I don't do another video before Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving is coming up here this week, I wish you all a wonderful Thanksgiving uh, with your friends, your family, and even if you're spending it on your own, make sure... Well, you are spending it with somebody wonderful, even if you're spending it on your own. Don't ever forget that. You are amazing. You're a wonderful human being. You are worthy of all the things that you want. You're so worthy of them that you can demand them of yourself. All right? I love you. I hope you love yourself. Be well.